Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Hi there. Welcome to the Faithless Sisters. We are on the road to finishing up um, James. We have this week and next week left. And today we are going to be talking about, um, well, this week we're going to be talking about James 4, 11 through 5, 9. Um, and today, especially, we're going to talk about James 4, 11 and 12. Um, this week is the last week that we have a memory verse for our James study. So Terry, why don't we have you do the memory verse and then read our scripture for the day today. Okie doke. This week's memory verse is James 4, 17. <clears throat> Excuse me. If anyone then knows the good that they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. That's pretty simple, straightforward. I think we think a lot about sin as omission or not doing what God wants, but we don't often think about not doing what we should do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I have that mixed up. Anyways, James 11 and 12. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? Well, all through um, the New Testament, at at least, we are told not to judge others. And so James is reminding us of that. Um, I love it. But you, who are you to judge your brother? (laughs) Well, I think he makes it pretty clear that God is the judge. And so anytime we're judging our brother, we're putting ourselves in the place of God. That's, and we're putting ourselves, yeah. yeah, above the law, above God. Yeah. We're saying we know better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've decided this person is doing something they shouldn't do. I mean, we are allowed to do some weighing, right? To look at behavior and to look at consequences and to say, well, that's, you know, it would be better if they didn't do that. And, and as brothers and sisters in Christ, we should feel a, a compulsion to go and restore them, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it should never be malicious. That word really struck me um, that, that this kind of evil speaking right now and this, and maybe even some of that judging it falls into the malicious category. Um, and malicious has an evil intent. So you're not, if, if you're being malicious and you're slandering someone, you're not looking to restore that person. You're not looking to bring them back. Um, into right relationship with the church or even with, with, with God to help them find their way back. You're just looking to destroy them. Yeah. I looked up um, slander in the dictionary, and it says the action or crime of making a false spoken statement damaging a person's reputation. So, yeah. So it's I meant mean, to we, damage. 
Yeah. Yeah. That kind of purposely damage them. And it's not true. Yeah. That's, you know, that's another part of it. Gossip is one thing, um, not good, but you're sometimes you're telling things about other people that are, you know, true, possibly, probably true. Slander is a whole nother ball game. It's just not good. Well, and it's universally accepted that slander is worse than gossip because you can be like, you can be taken to court. You can be sued. You can be charged with slander, but you can be charged with gossip. Like nobody's going to take you to court and be like, sorry, that's a big $500 fine for gossip. You know, (laughs) might be nice if we had that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Good point. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. Mm. Yeah. And we did talk a little bit last week about um, how gossip is not just, or taming your tongue is not just the taming the words that are coming out of your mouth, because that is a major part of it. But it's um, more about the way you say things, the text messages that you send, the whatever. Um, And there is a spot here in the Insights homework, if you follow along. And it says food for thought and it's by R. Kent Hughes. And he talks about um, kind of the demoralizing aspects of slander and how it's intentional. But it, he also, he winds it up and says, it's also the tone of voice, the cast of the eye and the surgical silences. So when you give someone that side eye and then just look at them and sit quietly, mm-hmm. like that's not cool. You know, that is your physical way of expressing that slander. So it really encompasses any form of communication, right? Body language, rolling your eyes, not speaking. Um, those are all still forms of communication. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's um, and really it all goes back to your heart. Yeah. Which, I mean, how many times have we said that over the James study? Like, it all goes back to your heart and the intention and the, um, the state of your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It's interesting. Like another, I'm oh, sorry. Ahead. No, go ahead, Terry. It, I was going to say another thing um, that he puts in here is like um, some is, people are, the way they talk to you about it, for instance, um, from their words about your Steinway. They say, oh, what a nice little piano. (laughs) Oh, isn't that cute? (laughs) You know, it doesn't sound mean, but in the context, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, why would we use this? Um, I know I've certainly done this. Um, And my intention is to kill when I do it and not... um, I want to kill someone's opinion of someone else, mm. right? And Or I want him to just stop talking to me, like, stop it. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. So I'll get aggressive, you know, and just say something. But the part that, I, as, as I've been sitting here, it's like, so that's what I'm doing to someone who's made in the image of God. Yeah. Mm. So something in me says that's okay. And, yeah, this just... Just like the enemy wanted to be like God, we we want to too. Right. You know, that's a, it's a terrible thing about human nature, um, that, that sin of pride. 
I want to make the decisions. I want to be the judge. I want to be like God. I also think sometimes I, I, there's this powerlessness for me. I don't believe mm. uh, that I would have the power to impact a situation. So it's better for me to take that person out because oh. they're not going to listen to me. Like what we're called to do is if someone's doing something wrong, we're called to go to that person. We're called to say, listen, this is the word of God. Let's talk this through. Can I show you? In a loving but direct manner, you can disagree with people mm-hmm. and find out where you line up with the word of God or how that lines up and listen to them. But a lot of times I feel like, well, they're not going to hear me. I should even bother with that. And it's uncomfortable to be in the presence of people who are doing that. And so it's better to just slander them and take them out. And then I don't have to deal with that discomfort. But God calls us to actually go to that person. Yeah. Yeah. And while it's a good short term, not, I say good in their quote, yeah. good short term solution to just slander them and walk off, the long term repercussions of that are far more significant. Like it doesn't feel good, like Rosemary, you're talking about, it doesn't feel good to go and like just confront somebody. Um, and not even like aggressively confront somebody, but that awkward conversation, it's awkward for a reason, right? It doesn't feel good. But then when you slander them and then that comes back and you have to eat a major helping a crow, you have to, you know, I mean, it, it's just, it's long reaching <laughs> is what it is. It's long reaching. I'm, I'm sure I have done this and I can't quite remember though a specific thing, but it's just like, they just don't get Jesus you know, or whatever. And it's like, they just like, I talk to them over and over about God and they don't. There's something wrong, blah, blah, blah. Right. I might do that because I have that discomfort because they're not agreeing with me or they just can't see it my way. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, whatever I go on. And then oh, they know Jesus now. They're coming to church. <laughs> and it was like, and now I get to sit next to him in the pews. It's like, <laughs> got it. Okay, God. Mm. You know, it's like, it, it, it's like, I don't, <clears throat> we don't ever get away with anything. We don't, you know, and, and where I should have all that joy that someone is. And I do, I do, but um, I don't know. We got to be real careful. Mm. This so better to do the right thing from the start. <laughs> Then they have to go back and do it after you've done the oh wrong gosh. thing. Yeah. A lot less painful in the end. Yes. So, Rosemary, you said something um, about they don't, they don't get it. They don't believe what I'm believing. Um, they don't see things the way that I see them. And, of course, the way I see them is right. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, it just – so – one thing that I've had to learn the hard way sometimes um, is that my reality is my reality. So not like this whole speak your truth kind of thing, because no. truth is the truth, right? The truth, right. So, but we know that there are three sides to every story. There's your side, there's my side, and then there's the reality that is the middle between both of our sides. Um, and my experiences affect the lens that I see things through Mm -hmm. and the lens that I see things through is my perception and my perception skews my reality. Mm -hmm. So when I am, and that's just my, that's my natural bias. That is my natural lived experience. 
So that is how I am going to see things. And somebody else, nobody else has lived my life. Nobody else has lived the same experiences that I have. And so their perception of my reality is going to be different, right? So when we can step back and when we can see, okay, this is just how I see things, they're going to see something different. So when we can sit back and listen to understand where they are coming from, it doesn't mean we have to agree with it, but just listening to understand where they're coming from, if we can shift our perception there, then that is going to shift the way that we speak about people. And I would be very willing to guess that it is going to cut down on the slander that we automatically lean towards. That's good. Yeah, that is Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. And I I like the part where you said, I mean, we used in the old days, we called it opinions. (laughs) Like we had opinions. Mm -hmm. It wasn't my truth or your truth. It was like, so my opinion is. My opinion is. Used to say that. But the thing is to acknowledge that we don't have to agree. We can love each other regardless of whether we agree or not. Yeah. 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 And just because we don't agree doesn't mean that we don't love Jesus. Right. It doesn't mean that our heart is not for the people of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that either one of us are less than. It just means that we think differently because we've seen differently. Right. So then... Because I really feel like that's what a lot of the slander comes from, is the fact that, like, you're not agreeing with me, you're not seeing what I'm seeing, you're not believing what I'm believing, you're not living what I'm living, so therefore, poo-poo on you. Um, Think about the Gospels. If they would have dropped into slander, that would have been so destructive. But everybody, they had similar experiences, but they had all these different perspectives on it. So, well, yeah. And I think that helps us when we're looking at people that don't know Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so easy for us to sit in judgment in that situation. And yet God so loved the world that he gave his only son. So we are still called to love everyone, whether they believe or they don't believe, whether they agree with us in, in, in our doctrine or they don't. We're still called to love and to live in peace. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to remember that we are not to judge. You know, we are not the judge and the jury. Mm-hmm. And so if we speak maliciously about someone, if we slander anyone, we are slandering someone who's been made in the image of God. And that's kind of a dangerous thing to do. Yeah, it is. And like 1 Corinthians 4 or 5 says, he will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and expose the murders of the heart. So if you ever feel like, man, I really need to judge that person. They don't get it. They're, you know, they're never going to get what's coming to them because really, don't we all have that thought sometimes? Like, oh man, yeah. you just got, you know, someday they'll whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, someday. The reality of it is, um, and this is, this verse speaks to our thoughts on you're going to get it someday, but also like, you know what? God's going to judge it. God's going to be the one who exposes it all. God's going to be the one who takes care of it. And it is not my job because as much as I think I am, sometimes I am not God. So, (laughs) well, and then the verse that says we're going to be judged the way we judge. So you give a spoonful of mercy. That's what you're going to get. You give a bucket full of mercy. 
that's what you're going to get. So maybe if we could remember that when we're thinking some of our, having some of our opinions, I like that word, Rosemary, Mm -hmm. um, that we just need to be careful. Is that the standard that we want to be held to? Is that the standard that we want to be judged by? Just a little check for us. Um, Yeah, I I was at a training um, last night with Kensington and they came up with these four letters the first one is I is an igloo, C is in cat, N is in Nancy, and U is in an umbrella. I'd be really bad in the military trying to come up with words like, you know, tango, whatever, or something like that. It'd probably be one of the many reasons I shouldn't be in the military, but <laughs> when we think that through. But the point of, if you say it really fast, I see in you, is to and and it was on encouragement was the training and so the reason i'm bringing this up is it's also very intentional to encourage people mm. right and so what they were talking about is there's people around you and yes they're made in the image of god and yes you can intentionally i guess you could intentionally slander them or you could intentionally say i see in you this ability to just pour out god's word as you speak you know, I see in you, you have an eye for the women that are around you. I see in you this, this gift of service. Like you can call this out in others. So like almost the opposite of that slander can be that encouragement where you're intentionally calling the good out in people. Um, and it, I started thinking like, how fun would that be? If we started doing it to everyone, I was saying, what if we did it to the person in the grocery store? What if we did it? And it's not casual compliments. It's like, wow, the way you handled that person was really calm and peaceful. And I just want you to know that I noticed. What's going to start probably happening is we're going to start calling it out in ourselves too. Mm. It's like when we intentionally move away from the sin and away from the slander and start living in that encouragement that God gives us, that won't come to mind as easily to slander people. I don't know. It's a thought. <laughs> well, it's a heart. It's like we've talked about. It's a heart check. Mm-hmm. What's in your heart, mm-hmm. you know? And are you, are you har- harboring ill feelings toward people? Are you letting it grow? Are you feeding it? Which yeah. is going to maybe lead to some of that um, destructive um, attitudes and actions. So I think that's our, our, big job is to keep uh, track of what's going on in the heart, our hearts, our own hearts, not someone else's heart. That's the Holy Spirit's job. Yeah. Yes. Well, Terry, on those words of wisdom, would you like to finish us up today? Sure. Lord, we are so thankful for your word. We're so thankful for the path you set before us and the light you put on that path to lead us in the right way and to, um, to help us uh, learn not to stray off of the path. Lord, I just pray that you would put a guard over my mouth, Father, that I would not um, slander anybody and um, uh, keep my heart pure before you, that I don't lean that way and that my thoughts don't take me that way, that I would possibly even want to do something like that. Um, I just... Uh, Pray your spirit be strong um, in that way. Lord, just help us to um, be discerning, absolutely. There's things that we should and should not do. There's different phases that people go in. And there's times when you um, 
we need to separate ourselves from someone if they're behaving their behavior might cause us to stumble and we need to get away from that so help us to discern um, the right relationships and um, but not to judge people lord that's a uh, something i think so many of us fall into so easily so help us to keep our mind on you keep our in our minds that you're the judge not us and to trust all things into your hand I pray in jesus name amen amen amen, amen. Ha <laughs> <laughs>